there was darkness. That's seriously the tagline for Thor The Dark World, just there was darkness. So if that's any indication for how this movie went, uh, get ready for the Super Marvel Bros to talk about Thor The Dark World right now. Welcome, everybody, to the Super Marvel Brothers podcast, the podcast where me, Sam Flowers, and my brother, Zach Flowers, talk about every single piece of Marvel content coming out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all the movies, the eventual shows that we'll get to. We're going to be covering it all. And here with me, as always, is Zach Flowers, my brother, Zach. How are you doing? Oh, boy. <laughs> this was a uh, this was a doozy. It was uh, I don't know, man. I was excited. And even while I was watching it, it was somehow a really awesome movie. But at the same time, the most forgettable thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like if I wasn't taking notes, I couldn't tell you a single thing about this movie. And I watched it twice this week just to pr- prepare for this podcast. We are recording this podcast on a Monday. I watched this on Thursday. And I think maybe 10 minutes after the movie, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a Zach heavy episode. I have nothing. <laughs> like there is, <laughs> I, I'll be, I'm even going to say this include incredible Hulk. I think this might be my least favorite of the Marvel movies that we've seen so far. It was almost like too much stimulation because I thought the masks were really cool. All the sets were really fun. Like, and I, except like maybe the actual dark world where it was all that yellow haze. But I thought like their ship, it was like a real Star Trekky sort of vibe that I got um, from them as like the villains but something about it just didn't work. Like everything looked cool and it looked great on paper, but in action just didn't do it. I mean, the the Dark Elves masks, I get it. They were kind of like, you know, going for that Game of Thrones vibe, which once again, as I said last episode, the, the man who directed uh, some of the episodes in Game of Thrones from like the early seasons and everything, like they brought him in probably because Marvel was still trying to be like, let's take the serious, like, mythological version of thor um until after this movie when they're like screw it let's go full on goofballs which clearly the much better decision that's what i was saying even way back when all this was happening was you gotta make thor goofy uh anyways though so they're kind of going for that vibe but i don't know the masks it was just like i i don't know the masks on just the elf army was just like it was just, I don't know. It felt like they looked like they were made of glass or something. And it seemed like one punch would just like take them down immediately. I, well, mean, I mean, for the practicality purposes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just thought they looked really cool. It was like spooky and creepy and stuff with the, like the all blacked out eyes and everything. And there were perfect circles. I don't know. I liked, I liked the, I liked the dark elves masks. I thought their existence and then like everything else was like that's was not needed i don't think this movie like did anything for them. i thought their whole entire plot of they just want to make the world dark 
or the universe in darkness i thought was uh was dumb it's honestly (laughs) it's honestly the most simplistic villain uh like type of goal let's just make everything darkness yeah (laughs) so um but but that's why i would say like i thought like that fly when they were flying around their ships and attacking asgard in that scene it was like real cool like i thought they did that action scene really well but i think just the stakes were so low for the entire movie like i never got into like why they were doing what they were doing so we have then we have thor fighting people and then he's gone they really focused i think a lot more in this movie than the first one on not thor stuff so all of the earth people uh like natalie portman and uh yeah you know, the bro then the rest of the science squad and uh the uh guy from avengers is going crazy and he's running around naked and it was like oh hey he's a nut job now because he's seen too much yeah i thought i thought they focused a lot on them where and they that like none of that did anything for me i'm just like all right let's get to the next part it was almost it was almost like where is the chase and how do we cut to it for this movie and how do we get through this as quickly as possible i think uh the yeah really the most major thing the biggest plot point to me that kind of happens is um how thor's mom dies uh which yeah. you know we i think she's had what other than her talk with loki maybe five minutes of screen time and this entire she was a beast series. with a sword though oh without a doubt no i'll give that was a sick move yeah i'll give the actress and probably her stunt double credit on that like great job handling that sword um but yeah she just for a character that is major to thor in a personal matter like you know to us the audience she doesn't have a lot of screen time so while it's like oh that's bad for thor i'm also kind of just like well you know it wasn't his father who we've come to know a little bit better at this point so i think i was more for the loki arc because he was obviously closer with her than he was with odin yeah well, Loki, I mean, understandably, is like still the best thing about this movie, I think, um, especially because you get a lot more of the him and uh, Thor dynamic. I kind of like the little scene where they're walking in the hallway and Loki's trying to do a bunch of different uh, disguises on himself and then he disguises Thor. Then he is like, oh, let me be Captain America. Like, again, nice. This movie does have a couple like little fun moments sprinkled throughout, but that's also maybe like six sprinkles throughout the entire two hour runtime. So there's not a it lot. Give, it gives but... it gives you enough to not just turn it off or leave the theater. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right when you're like, oh, can I be done with this? And it's like, oh, that was fun. Well, maybe this will get better. And then yeah. it's the same thing. You so. get fooled every single time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, all of that happens. Um I thought the the black hole grenades were kind of cool in this one. That was a cool sort of weapon. I don't know if they did it well or are you going to be all uppity about the effect. I thought it was just cool that it had a black hole it's, weapon. It's a cool idea in practice. And I mean, I feel like I've seen it in other sci-fi stuff before. So, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not a bad thing to have. Um, this movie, though, also, it's just like the color correction and the color grading, like, 
it's all just like so ugly. Like it's almost like I'm watching Suicide Squad. It's almost visual barf of the colors mix of like that really bad dark green and like yellowy almost, especially when it's like when the, especially on the planet that Loki is dying on. Like it just was just like, oh boy, this is not fun to look at whatsoever. And I get it. Like it's supposed to not be a fun planet to look at. But again, when you're making it visual for the audience, you got to give me something that's not making me want to turn my head away or just be like, Ugh, what are they thinking with this? I, yeah, I understand that they can't really make the dark world like a, a vibrant sort of like <laughs> colorful yeah. planet. But I agree at the same time, it did take me out of like, I'm just like, oh, all right, come on, let's get through this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is so it was disgusting that that yellow, whatever hazy sort of color on the uh that the camera shows or <laughs> that they choose to shoot the movie on yeah it uh it wasn't great cinematography back to stellar skateboard for a minute um because when at he is in the nut house and he's kind of explaining everything about all the different realms who else do we see in the nut house we get our stan lee cameo for the movie yeah asking for his shoe back Yes, that was definitely that was probably the best part of the movie. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, like, you know, Stan Lee, you got to give it to the man. Here are just some of the numbers for what was the box office and the budget. The budget of this movie was 150 to 170 million. Would you like to take a guess at what the box office is? Uh, I'll still give it, uh, it definitely made some money, but not as much as they wanted. I will say 450. Ooh, you were way off 600. Dang. 644.8 million. How, how much of that was in the first weekend before people knew it sucked? That opening weekend was 85.7 million. And in North America, it made 206.4 million. So a lot of it coming from, you know, the rest of the world. So they're getting that the rest of the world must like to (laughs) watch depressing long boring (laughs) movies i guess uh if that's any instance i will give you the number again for the box office of the first store 449.3 million but let's also not forget iron man 3 made over a billion dollars so this is definitely more of a downslope in terms of numbers coming up so that's uh this gets a little bit of a dip before we start hitting Hitting our stride, I guess. We're, we're about to hit what is arguably my favorite year of superhero movies in general. Um, because 2014, not only do you have Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think also like X-Men Days of Future Past is in there. And I think there's like two other ones that I really like a lot. I can't remember, but you know, we're getting we're getting to right at that big superhero bump when it's gonna be like everybody's expecting greatness. So um, I think would we know the answer to would we watch this on TV uh, is no. Yeah, I'm going to give a hard no on that. I'm not, I don't even want to revisit this in 10 years like I would with the first Thor. So <laughs> uh, I think, though, for calling Captain Marvel, yes, <laughs> I would call Captain Marvel in this situation. It's an intergalactic situation. I guess there's a whole on alien attack. If you're going to call it for the attack on New York and Avengers, you gotta have her come for this. It's just just because it's London, nobody I, cares. Like you know, it was multiple <laughs> ships and stuff was freaking happening. 
You know what? That's fair, Zach. I will reiterate, I was kind of checking myself in and out during that third act, so maybe that's why I don't think it's as big of a deal. <laughs> but I think you make a far better argument than I probably could for why you shouldn't. So, yes, let's call up Captain Marvel, get Nick Fury on the phone. So that's how that is. Would you like think- to give a rundown of the important characters? Yeah, we didn't uh, gain anybody new really in this. Um, so we still just have Thor. The rest of the Avengers are in the universe somehow, but don't care about this that's going on. Uh, even though it's, like I said, a similar thing to New York. It's just <laughs> in London and nobody does any, Nobody shows up. There's no cameos in this one uh, pretty much. Um, I guess we get the collector. Uh, we add him in the post-credit scenes. Yeah. So we'll see him again in a couple movies, and thank God, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But um, overall, I mean, you got Loki, who ends up being still alive at the end because we see he's just portraying Odin. Um, and that's going to gonna Thor, be so. fun for the uh, Thor Ragnarok opening. I can't. I yeah. can't wait for that. Oh my! I just want to watch that one already. I know that that's going to be such a fun one. <laughs> Patience. <laughs> <laughs> Patience. But um, yeah, we don't really get anything new in this. It does. This movie adds nothing, and uh, doesn't take away anything either. And uh, it, it, it only nothing really gets, nothing gets contributed except, <laughs> except the, for the red stone. Re, except the yeah, the reality stone, and we know where it is now. So um, yeah. yeah, that's a, that's why I said you can watch that mid credit scene and pretty much save yourself a couple hours because that's all you need to see. Um, the post credit wonder... scene. I thought the post credit scene was kind of dumb too. I'll just real quickly where literally all, all it is is Thor comes in for a epic kiss. Yeah. And then they cut to there's a monster still running around London, like one yeah. of the ice monsters. So another dumb, like didn't need it. We didn't even need in a, in a Marvel where they make everything about the post credit scene. We didn't even need their post, all their post credit <laughs> scenes. They even screwed that up. That's how, you know, this one sucked is because they even screwed up the tease. Oh boy. And I mean, I know next we have uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and those are like two, those are two crucial post credit scene. So yeah, those, those two we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that on the next episode. But yeah, I am. Uh, woo, if uh, this one was any, if this one was the low point, then we definitely turn things around next week. With oh yeah. Captain America, Winter Soldier, where, I think we both had probably collectively maybe like a page of notes for this one. And that one is going to be like, that one will be intense because a lot happens that is crucial to the entire rest of the MCU. Yeah. I, I had for a fact have more than a page of notes for the next one. So yeah. Can't wait to see that. Um, you know, as we said earlier, don't watch this movie. <laughs> Just wait until Endgame and you'll know, oh, this is apparently what happened in the Dark World. I saved myself two hours, so. Yeah, or go on YouTube, type in Thor Dark World post-credits <laughs> and watch that. That's all you need. Everything else doesn't really matter or come up again. <laughs> Nothing matters. All. Nothing happens. <laughs> but that's why, uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was, it had cool moments. But at the same time, you'll forget everything anyway, so don't waste the time. We'll see right. you next week. For see you, yeah. On, on that note, see you next week. Come, come back for us on Winter Soldier. Please. <laughs>
If you would like more of the Super Marvel Bros podcast, please do not forget to hit subscribe right there on Spotify and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Super Marvel Bros Pod. Thank you very much for listening.